Hello and welcome to another episode of the quest for new inspiration. As always, my name is Katie Gates and I am here to share another inspiring story with you today. Today's guest is Natalie. She is a master clinical hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner, and a transformational life coach who is a stage four cancer survivor. Natalie shares her incredible journey of being diagnosed with colon cancer at just 31, just months before her wedding. We also chat about how her near-death experiences has turned into fuel her future as well as others. I hope this episode inspires you as much as it's inspired me. Hi, my name is Natalie and I am a master clinical hypnotherapist, master NLP practitioner, transformational life coach, and I'm a stage four cancer survivor. And basically what I do is I help empower women to navigate their own cancer journeys with a positive mindset and give them practical tools and strategies to be able to process their emotions so that they can thrive in the face of adversity and actually create a life that they love. Now that is just quite a mouthful and also just a power punch. Um, can you explain a little bit of your journey for us, how yeah. you got into this? What all happened? Yeah. So um, I was diagnosed with colon cancer completely out of the blue at 31 years old. Wow. Um, just four months before my wedding. Um, and it really like, it just, I couldn't believe it, to be honest. And then I had to have this really difficult conversation with my fiance, like, hey, you know, do you even like want to marry me? I'm like damaged goods, like that kind of thing. And they're like, well, look, you know, in four months, I'm go we're going to exchange vows. Or I'm going to promise to like love you in sickness and in health. So he stuck by my side. And, um, and it was a really difficult time. I had surgery and to remove the tumor and they took like 10 centimeters off my um, intestine out. And when I woke up, I actually had a stoma, which if you're not sure what that is, it's when they like pull a little bit of your intestine out and then they attach it back to it to collect the waste. Um, and that was to allow my body to heal. So you can imagine I'm due to get married and I'm there and I thought an eostomy bag and I hated my body and I really struggled with everything. And we took my treatment team and they were like, okay, we're going to do chemo and we're going to send you to a radiologist to see um, about radiation. And he was like, so just so you know, we would literally be nuking your womb. And I just, I had no words for that. I mean, just, just kind of how blase that he said that. And I'm like, I'm 31. I'm just getting married. I want to start a family. What do you mean? You're going to nuke my womb. So I opted out of having radiation. And yeah, I just went with chemo. Six months later, they reversed the stone. So I thought, oh, finally, I can restart my life. I finished chemo. Everything's great. And then I had a near-death experience. So Basically, from complications from surgery, I developed a septic abscess. And on top of that, because that's not just the worst, I also had a one in a million reaction to a painkiller that I was taking, which completely destroyed my immune system. Oh, no. So I woke up in quarantine in hospital and the doctor came in, like the full, the gown, the booties, like the gloves, the mask, everything. It was basically like, there's nothing we can do. You've got no immune system we can just make you comfortable um and we're just waiting to see if you're gonna live or you're gonna die so yeah I spent a whole month in hospital and 
sorry, get orange. I even planned my funeral with my mum. And what was interesting is, is that night, I just had this like epiphany of it's not your time to go. But if you want to go, then you can. But if you want to live, you have got to do everything within your power to do so. And I woke up the next day and I was like a completely different person because I thought I was going to die because of cancer and actually something completely unrelated almost took me out. So it really gave me this perspective change. And I realized that I couldn't control what was happening to me, but I could control how I reacted to it. And I think facing that fear of death really kind of gave me this, this catalyst for growth. So that's kind of when I dove into the world of holistic health. Um, so, I mean, you name it, I did it. Art therapy, dance therapy, meditation, EFT, hypnotherapy, like all of that. And it was just amazing to me how different my life became just from doing all of this. And nine months after that, the cancer came back. So then I was stage four. But what was interesting, <laughs> the doctors and the nurses were like, you are the most positive, stage four cancer patient we've ever had. And I was like, you know, I am not going to let this beat me. Um, yeah, so that's kind of when I started this journey and I've decided to use all of my experiences. And then I trained as a hypnotherapist and as a, a basically a complementary alternative medicine practitioner so that I can help others because they shouldn't have to hit rock bottom and and face a near-death experience to be able to to improve themselves like I can give them all the tools and the resources and the strategies that I have and and also just to be there as a support because there isn't a lot of support out there and um cancer comes with a lot of emotional and mental trauma yeah what are some I guess tools or recommendations that you have to keep positive keep it going because you are as the doctor said yes you are literally just a little bright little light coming through my computer screen right now so yeah how do you keep that positivity going I think the first thing because I am literally the most positive person going and I didn't used to be I was definitely a negative Nancy or a Debbie Downer whatever you want to call it and I think for me to be positive is to realize like you can have bad days and bad feelings or negative feelings aren't inherently bad. In fact, it's better to allow yourself to process those emotions and to let them out because holding them in is really toxic for your body and your mindset. But actually treating those emotions, allowing them to come up, developing resources and coping strategies is really powerful. And then you can actually start to think, okay, well, what triggered that? And how can I move forward with that? And then you can start reframing those negative thoughts. So for example, this hot, like most people, they have a lot of fear of going for treatment. And like chemo sucks. Like there's, there's no way around it. Chemo is awful. But if you have this, this thought in your mind that I hate going for chemo, I hate it. I have to do it. And it's so awful. This is a lot of negativity that you're pulling in. And instead, what we can do is reframe how we think about it. Like, I get to have chemo. I get to have life-saving treatment. I'm so thankful 
that I'm going through chemo because it's going to help save my life. And it's such a small change, but it's so powerful. Just reframing that thought, changing the vocabulary that we use so it's positive, and then developing an attitude of gratitude. It is one of the most powerful things that you can do. It is finding things to be thankful for, even when everything is terrible. You can think, oh, how great. I like, And it can be something small or something big. It could be that cup of tea that you had this morning or children laughing or a massage, whatever it is. Once you start noticing beautiful things around you and expressing gratitude for it, it is much easier to break out of that negative cycle. So I want to kind of go back to when you first were diagnosed, what was kind of, I guess, your process to move forward? Like what was the first kind of reaction? And then what did you do with that reaction? So the first time that I had cancer, I didn't do anything. I shut down. I tried to pretend that it wasn't happening to me. I was really angry. I definitely had a little rage monster that would pop up and like bite people's heads off. I didn't know how to socialize anymore because there I was going through the worst thing possible. And there are my friends talking about, I don't know, a stupid TV show or their ex-boyfriend. And like, I just couldn't cope. I was pushing people away. I spiraled into depression and like I didn't seek any support. In fact, I wasn't even offered anything. And it was only after like that near-death experience when I was like, okay, what can I do to help? You know, I had my team of people like with the, the surgeons and the oncologists and the nurses, but I didn't have anyone supporting me like mentally, emotionally or spiritually. So I had to ask that question, what can I do? And the first thing I did was I got a therapist so I could talk everything out. Um, and that was great. Like, don't get me wrong. I think talking therapists are so powerful, but it's slow going because you're really diving into your trauma. So one of the first things I did, I YouTube's an EFT video. Um, do you know what EFT is? Do you want to explain it for me? So just in case people. So, e- so EFT is emotional, um, freedom technique, um, otherwise known as tapping. So it's based on the ancient Chinese medicine of acupuncture. So you've got all these different pressure points on your body. And what you do is you connect to that negative feeling or limiting belief. And you say it out loud while you're tapping these meridian points in your body. And then you reaffirm something positive afterwards. So it actually allows you to release any of those emotions and replace it with something positive. So for example... Even though I'm scared, I love and accept myself. And you go through tapping all these different points on your body. And it sounds odd (laughs) and it looks even weirder, but it is absolutely life-changing. And it's one of the only alternative medicine techniques that's actually recommended for war veterans with PTSD. It is that powerful. Um, And so I started doing this at home. I probably looked insane, but... It was life-changing for me that I could process my emotions in a safe way without having to relive my trauma. So now that you've kind of, I guess, not really processed, you know, cancer as a whole, but are able to take it and 
use it as a positive fuel for your life and to help other people. How are you doing that? So what I have done is I have created this program called Freedom to Thrive. And it is a six-month program where people will get um, 10 bespoke one-on-one hypnotherapy and coaching sessions with me. And I'm also really excited because I am rolling out um, a new membership portal that is in the beta testing phase. So it's great. So the first 10 people to join me in this program will actually join me at this uh, at this level and be able to have it grow and evolve. And it's going to be a self-study um, area. And there'll be like guided meditations they can download, hypnotherapy sessions, um, different practical exercises, as well as having guest speakers come on to help um, with things like nutrition and moving your body and Pilates videos that they can do at home. And also someone coming in to speak about spirituality and actually connecting with something larger than ourselves. So I'm so excited. And this program is actually launching this month in September. And I am open for a limited amount of spots only. There is 10 available spots for September. So now if, can you kind of give me the perfect person to fill these spots for you? Is it for, you know, just your average patient or just kind of people who might be in stage four and dealing with how to process things? Yeah. So this is aimed for women who are at any stage of their cancer journey, whether they are patients going through active treatment or who finished treatment and are now like, hey, what comes next? Yeah. And it is full of practical tools, resources, and strategies for them to be able to work through their emotions, to be able to recreate and rewire um, neural pathways in their brain so they're not triggered by certain events or memories. But also what I'm looking towards is creating um, a life that they love post-cancer. So for any woman who is literally completely drowning in anxiety and fear and stress and overwhelm and feeling lonely and misunderstood and is looking for someone to guide them through their journey post-cancer diagnosis, then this is the program for them. That's amazing. Well, if anybody wants to get a hold of you to maybe learn more or sign up this month, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Natalie underscore Life Coaching. And I am also offering a free ultimate cancer recovery workbook which comes with a bonus guided meditation so you can have that link then put it in your show notes but also if you go on any of my um, social media there is a link as well for you to download that that's amazing well thank you so much for your time i will be sure to put all of those goodies in the show notes wonderful thank you so much and that is it for this week's episode thank you so much for tuning in Every listen truly does mean the world to me. I really hope this episode leaves you with a little bit of a positive mindset going throughout your day. And if this episode inspired you at all, share it with a friend and keep the inspiration going. As always, make sure you tune in next week for some more inspiration.